Handsome Star Wars podcast on the internet, The Mandalorian Man, where today I watched Season 1, Episode 3, Chapter 3 of The Mandalorian, The Sin. But before I go any further and talk about this episode, let's take a moment to hear from today's sponsor. What a wonderful sponsor. So our episode basically picks up where the second episode left off, where our Mandalorian friend and our little baby Yoda fella, because for lack of a better title, are heading back um, where the Mandalorian came from. So I thought maybe that it was going to be like he wasn't going to bring him back. He was going to try to save this kid or, I don't know, run from, um, you know, the... the, uh, the people who want this and kind of keep the baby saving, keep the baby safe. Um, and, and I mean, technically we do get there, but I wasn't sure that we were going to have this type of episode where he just does what he would normally do. Finds the bounty, finds the thing that he needs to retrieve and brings it back to get his, uh, his pay. So it picks up in the, in his ship. Um, it's actually, you get to see, you know, baby Yoda. So cute gets out of his crib, tries to grab like part of uh, Mando's um, shift or some kind of lever, wants to play with it. And I guess, is that what I'm going to call him? Mando? You know, it is, I wonder if that's almost a a slur or something. You know, like, he's a Mandalorian, he doesn't have a name, and Carl Weathers, I don't know his character, uh, but Carl Weathers calls him Mando. Like, I think he calls it twice. Maybe it's because he just has, he has to call him something. So we get, uh, we go back to the planet that uh, Mando originally got the job from. And uh, he's just walking through the streets. You know, we get to see kind of a variety of creatures and different people and races. And um, we got to see some Jawas. Um, and it was just kind of little baby Yoda taking it all in. We, we got to see it from his perspective. Uh, it is a he, I believe. Um, and, but I mean, the whole thing is Mando is just kind of bringing him back because that's what he's there for. He's there to return the baby and, you know, get his pay. So that's exactly what he does. He heads right back to the client who is, uh, Warner, Werner Herzog, right? Is that how he shows it? And, um, you know, sees that weird identification thing ball that pops out, uh, going all the way back to the original Star Wars, shows them ID, goes inside. Uh, oh, no, first some, some stormtroopers come out. Um, I always enjoy storm... Oh, they, they kind of take a look at little baby Yoda, and they're like, okay, come with us. I've always enjoyed the voice that comes out of stormtroopers. They're so plain. It's like, what are you doing here? And it's got that little buzz to it. 
come on inside. Like, they have nothing, you know, nothing, they don't have personalities. Um, well, at least st- uh, stormtroopers at this point. In the future, we do see them having quite some personality. But, um, you know, they, they walk in, they kind of pull the crib along, and, and Mando is, he doesn't like that. He's like, be careful with that. Uh, brings it in to see, um, you know, Werner, the client, and the doctor, who I don't know, his, I don't know any of these names. Brings him in, and they kind of check him out. They run some weird red light over him. It reminded me of, like, you know, Star Trek Bones had that tri I don't know what it was. It was a tricorder or something that he would use to kind of scan you to make sure if you're healthy or not. Um, and they're like, oh, it's the, this is in perfect health. Very good. And, uh, you know, the client, the main guy's like, your reputation precedes yourself. You know, you are great. And Mando's like, how many fobs did you send out? Because he, he's like, you know, he had to fight other bounty hunters. He had to fight that IG unit. And, you know, the client's like, I had, this meant a lot to me. I had to, you know, for sure, make sure that it was going to get done. Um, but he told that IG unit to just kill it. So, uh, but he, he, so basically he takes out this, what looks like, I don't know, a rice cooker Flip, spins it open, and all the, um, I don't know what they're called. It's the steel. It's the plates. It's basically his payment. This Is it Vespin? Ah, that doesn't sound right, but it could be. <clears throat> um, and, you know, he gives them, I mean, it's t- there's a ton of these things. There's like, I don't know, 50 of them, something like that. He gave them one to start the job and a ton of these to finish the job. But you could see that when, um, when, when he's getting his payment, the, uh, the Mendo looks over and sees little baby Yoda kind of floating away and looks back at him, you know, um, thinking, you know, like he looks so cute and looks so innocent. And you start to realize this guy is starting to have second thoughts. Um, but the, the client's like, is it not the, um, the, you know, the way the, the way the guild is, the that you these things are forgotten is it not the the rules or something like that whatever i don't know basically you don't ask questions once you retrieve it you forget about it and you move on and that's what this guy's probably done dozens and dozens and dozens of times but this time i don't know so another thing is apparently mandalorians are all over the place in this city this planet because he goes back to that blacksmith and what do we see down there? But a bunch of different Mandalorians with slightly different weapons. Um, so it seems like a lot of Mandalorians are uh, bounty hunters, you know, including this guy named Boba. Uh, that and this other, he had a dad named Django. I don't know. I, I, you, you may have heard of them, but um, they all have very similar, but not exactly the same armor. The masks are similar, but again, not the same. And um, he brings that cooler, I don't know what to call it. It looks like a cooler, it's, a, it's like a safe of all the, I want to say Vespin steel, but I could be wrong, and I probably am, back to the, um, to the blacksmith, the, whatever, the woman. And again, she has even more different, you know what, maybe it's, they all have helmets, but their helmets kind of show what kind of job they do. I'm not sure, because all these guys have very similar helmets. Maybe they're all bounty hunters. But her helmet's different because she's a blacksmith. I don't know. These are these are just kind of 
me guessing, speculating. Um, but he has a ton of this steel now. Last time he just got a shoulder plate. Now she's able to uh, say, you know, she can do all kinds of stuff, including make this weapon thing. I don't know what it's called. This birds of something or whatever. But what um, what also happens is a couple of the other the other Mandos get jealous. You know, they they they're they're listening in. They're seeing all this this metal, and they're like. Um, you know, one guy comes up right up on him and picks one up. He goes, this has the Empire um, sigil on it or whatever. And, you know, he's upset because, you know, you're a traitor to be working with the the Empire. And they kind of get up at each other's face. And Mando's like, I don't even, you know, the Empire's dead. Um, but what? It, so the Empire's gone. They're long gone. But this guy... It seems like he's a, lot, a last relic of the Empire, which is probably why he has stormtroopers working with him. So they wrestle and tussle and end up um, knife to knife with each other, but they don't literally, they don't hurt each other. They're just pissed at each other. They're arguing. It's almost like a rivalry. There must be a rivalry between all these Mandalorian bounty hunters. And we got a new saying. You know, in the first couple episodes, it was, I have spoken, um, which is that Ugnot, that's right, he's an Ugnot, I remembered. Um, the Nick Nolte guy, I can't remember his name, Kewel, Kewel. Uh, but it seems like the Mandalorians also have a saying. This is the way. Uh, that, that blacksmith kind of calmed the situation down. Basically, look, we're all in this together. And I think the, the other guy arguing was going to say, you're not really a Mandalorian because of working with the Empire. You're a traitor. And she's like, have you ever taken your helmet off? No. Has anyone, have you ever let anyone else take your helmet off? No, this is the way. And they all say this is the way, and then it kind of just breaks up, everything clears up, and there's no more issue, there's no more arguing. So he ends up sitting back down with uh, the blacksmith, and she gets to work. She makes all these all these armor for him, and um, also makes this cool weapon that we'll see later on. But during this time, it's the same thing that happened last time, um, where she's banging on the stuff. She's banging on the, um, what do we call it? The armor. And we get flashbacks, more flashbacks to this Mandalorian. I th- at first I thought, this is, this is my thinking. So at first I thought, is he the child? Then I thought, is he the adult? But I, I'm going to go back. Obviously we know who the actor is, so it isn't that guy. So it's obviously the child. Because I was thinking, oh, maybe... You know, he lost his child, and now he doesn't want to lose baby Yoda. But what I think really is happening here is just he's having a flashback to how he was left behind by his parents. Um, he was actually put into I don't know, some kind of container, a box, on a shed, some kind of hidden thing where it closed up on him, much like the little crib that closes up on Yoda, baby Yoda. I know it's not his name, but for now, what am I going to call him? Uh, so I... I like the this kind of looking into the past. There's a war going on, and um, you know, it's this kid is hidden by his parents. But then they show a scene where it opened the the crib opens back up, and there's a robot there just about to kill him. Now we don't see anything further from that, but and I just thought of this right now. What if what if the person who saves him is a younger Carl Weathers, and that's how they kind of they they work together? That doesn't seem to make sense because. Then he'd have a name, and he wouldn't call him Mando. I don't know. I was just thinking, but again, these guys didn't have masks on, so 
maybe a Mandalorian is more of a religion than it is a a um, like a a nationality. Again, I'm just thinking all this stuff as I go. I've watched every Star Wars movie. I don't think I've ever seen much of any of the cartoons. I don't think I've read a book. I love it, but I don't know everything about it. So it's kind of fun to guess and speculate and get things wrong. I'm sure I get a ton of things wrong. But that's the fun of uh, that's fun of what this podcast is all about. So he gets his new armor, goes back to see Carl Weathers. Uh, By the way, I remember seeing Carl Weathers um, in what was it like? Happy Happy Gilmore a million years ago, and they made him look old and. he looks great in this. Man, I wish Drago didn't kill him because he would be kicking ass in, in, in these Apollo movies, these Creed movies now. Be Creed and son. When he goes to see Carl Weathers, he's like, how many other fobs did you give out? And, um, or how many other people? And Carl Weathers is like, all of them. We, this was a big deal, and you, but you're the one that came through. But we, I gave this out to everybody. And um, you know, he asked them, what, like, what are they going to do with the child? He's like, that's not how this works. You don't get to know. So before he asks about the child, though, he does, you know, um, Carl Weathers is like, you know, I'm so proud of you. This is so great. You know, I'm very happy, of course, because you made me very rich. Uh, And he's like, what's the next job? He's like, take some time off. Enjoy yourself. What's the next job? So he gives him a job to look for this guy. Now, maybe maybe that's still going to happen. I kind of don't think so now based on the way this episode ended. Uh, But he's he's basically so Carl Weathers is like, um, here, this guy is a bail jumper, and it's a um, it's a Admiral Akbar looking fella. A I looked at I I knew the the species name, but I had to look it up to make sure. A Mon Calamari, Mon Calamari, Calamari. I mean, really, George, this is the best you could come up with for a for a uh, squid looking fella. Basically, squid. Um, why don't you just call him Squid Face Jones? So he. Um, but before he leaves, so he takes the job, and before he leaves, he's like, what's going on with the kid? And Carwell's like, I didn't ask. It's against the guild, um, you know, it's against the guild to ask these kind of questions. And that's where Mando's like, they work they work for the Empire. What are they even doing here? And he's like, the Empire's gone. All there's left is rebels and, and dust renegades. I don't know. But he goes, but if, you, if you're really worried about it, why don't you take it to the guild? Or something at the New Republic. Take it to the core, the New Republic. So, I'm familiar with the term the New Republic. There were so many books, so many video games with the New Republic. So that is obviously what took over between the Empire, then the Empire falls, and they have the New Republic. At some point, the New Republic must fall, and that's when you get the First Order. That's again, it's all kind of guessing as we go, but he's like, we're bringing up with them. And uh, basically, Carl Weathers has made his living not asking questions about why or what or what's going to happen to uh, to certain products, to certain whatever the deliverables are. In this case, it's a Baby Yoda. So our, our Mando heads back to his ship, and he's about to leave. He's, he fires up all the, all the buttons, and he goes to grab that shift. And there he looks right where that shift was. There's the ball the ball that little baby Yoda wanted to play with. And uh, he's like, all right, we'll screw it back on, get the shift going, and and screw it. I'm not leaving. Unflips all the buttons, and I'm like, yes, he's going to get baby Yoda. He's going to kick some ass. Here we go. 
So, you know, he starts heading right back to the, to the place and he kind of looks for a back door and he sees this dumpster. And inside the dumpster, he sees the crib. Now I'm thinking, okay, this is Star Wars. This isn't some dark, dark drama. They just introduced this lovable looking creature. There is no way that they're going to take this creature away from us. Like imagine if he was just there for a second. He's there and we love him, but he's not really an integral part of the story. and We never see him again. That would be awful. Um, so he goes upstairs, he goes up on top of a building and uses his awesome gun, which also has like, um, ultraviolet rays and radio. It, it can, it can pick up audio from far away and they're trying to figure out, um, he's trying to listen in to see what's going on. So he's listening in and you hear the clients like, I didn't care. I owe you to extract this, you know, um, extract the, uh, the, um, in, what the hell is it? The extract the. Oh, wait, wait, it's extract the necessary material and, and, you know, that's it, be done with it. And the other guy's like, but he said he gave us strict orders to bring it back alive. And he's like, I can no longer, just hurry up with it. I can no longer um, guarantee your safety. So there's another he. There's someone else. This guy, this Werner Herzog character, the, the client, is not the end-all, be-all client. He's a go-between. So Mando's like, screw this. Heads back right to the front door, rips that the ball off, that, that kind of um, security thing, and waits for the uh, uh, stormtroopers to come out. And while they're outside, uh, he gets some of them outside, he blows up a wall and heads in, and that's when he just starts shooting the crap out of people. And this is where some, like, for the rest of this episode, tons of great, uh, tons of great action. He blasts his way into the doctor and the doctor has the little baby Yoda on a bed and has this big ball with like a needle coming over it and Mando shoots the thing out of the way. And But the doctor's like, no, no, please, no, no, please don't hurt it. It's just a child, which makes me believe that this doctor might end up being a pseudo good guy or a pseudo ally, at least you could say, because he is... he. In, originally, in the first episode, he's like, um, you know, this was never part of the deal. We, the child comes back alive. And earlier he says, he said we need to bring the child back alive. And right now he thinks this Mandalorian is going to come in and kill the child. He's all worried, you know, no, no, please, please, no. But um, luckily, you know, our, our Mandalorian doesn't shoot him because he's like, Kyle, he's like, no, no, he's not a fighter. He's just a doctor. Um, but he goes into this cute, tiny little baby Yoda sleeping. Um, and... He just takes it, leaves the doctor behind, and then he just goes on an all-out shooting spree with the doctor, with the Yoda in his hands, taking out stormtroopers, bing, bang, boom. At one point, he gets surrounded, and he bends over to drop the child. I thought maybe the child wasn't there, but he had the child. Like, I thought maybe he did a switcheroo, and that's when he takes out his cool new tr- new toy that, um, that the blacksmith uh, made for him. He presses this thing on his wrist, and all these all these little missiles shoot out of his arm and take out all the uh, stormtroopers. And he's just like, "All right, cool." And he walks right out with them, heads back. And you think, "Okay, he's heading back to his uh, ship. Everything's going to be fine." Not so fast, because you know the uh, the bounty hunters are now here to stop them. And 
Carl Weathers is like, you need to put that bounty down and maybe we'll let you pass. If you care about that kid, then you'll put it on this speeder and we'll discuss. We'll see what comes up. And, you know, Mandalorian's like, uh, okay, I guess so. No, and then he goes to the, puts the baby on the on the speeder and then boom, boom, does this spinneroony, really fast shooting and they start shooting. Um, it's, a, it's an all-in-out shootout, you know, a classic Western shootout. Um, and, you know, he's, at one point, he's, you think he's going to get away. Then Kyle Weathers shoots, shoots the droid that's on the little ship he, was, he stole. And you think, oh, no, he's, been, um, he's going to be stopped. Everyone kind of slowly, slowly show, you know, um, gets closer, gets closer. And then Mando pulls out his awesome, awesome weapon and starts vaporizing. And they're like, that's a cool weapon because it must be like something they've never seen. But, but um, you think, there's still too many of them. They just keep coming and coming. You think maybe Yoda can do something about it. Um, but baby Yoda's, you know, he's just been going through some stuff. He's just been picked and prodded at probably. And while he's, um, you know, Mandalorian is standing over the child. All these sh- people are shooting at Mandalorian. You think this is it. He's cornered. Um, there's nothing he can do. He's he's basically standing over the child to protect him. Then all of a sudden, overhead, you see this shoot, this this kind of shot fired, taking out one guy, and then bam, bam, and then all of a sudden, in fly in a bunch of Mandalorians with jetpacks. We're talking Boba Fett jetpacks, um, double barrel guns. Bam, 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 bam. They're 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 you know taking them out, and they're like, you get out of here. We'll hold them off. And uh, he's like, you know, you, um, oh, and the Mandalorian's like, you're going to have to uh, relocate, um, I guess, it was it the, the covert or the something like that? So that must be where they hid everything. They're basically saying, now we're, we're going to have to, you're going to have to hide your base, change your base. And the other guy's like, this is the way. And the other guy's like, this is the way. That's how they say it. And they're firing and shooting and bang, bang, bang. And, you know, they got this awesome, like, giant, like, two-handed machine laser gun um, and Mando gets to just run off to a ship get on the ship with um, with the baby and then who's there but land I was gonna call him Lando but it's not it's Carl Weathers and um, would it be funny if it was Mando and Lando because Mando I mean Lando's still alive so but he's too young to be in this they're all still alive this is right after Return of the Jedi um, so he's like look you I can't let you get away with this. And uh, you broke, you know, everything was going to be fine until you broke the code. And then Lando, Mando hits off a distraction, you know, the, um, the carbonite uh, chamber. And while the dust is, is in the air, uh, Carl Weathers is shooting, 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 can't seem to find anything. And boom, Mando shoots him. He falls out of the ship. And then they take off. And before, while they take off, you get a, it's a, a little corny, but it's also cool that, um, one of the Mandalorians in the jetpacks flies by him, gives him a nice little salute, like, good luck. I salute you. And um, man, the Mando's like, I got to get me one of those. Yes, Mandalorian, you need to get you one of those. Um, now before he before he does fly off, though, we do see that Carl Weathers um, gets up. He's not dead. He's alive. Uh, and... That's really it. They fly off. They they take off. They go off into space, and I don't know where the hell they're going, but uh, that's how the episode ends. You know, the first episode, we saw the, what happened. He he needed to go um, find this bounty, and he found it, and it's a child. In the second episode, he needed to get off that 
um, planet to get back to his original planet. And we saw that. And then this third one, but we knew where he was going. He was, I mean, we people might have known. I wasn't sure. Because remember, I wasn't sure if he was going directly back there or if he was just going to go on the run. Well, now guess what? He's on the run. Because I don't know, I don't think he's going after that Mon Calamari dude. I think um, he can't. Because who's going to pay him? He he just backstabbed everybody. He shot the guy who pays him. He he killed a bunch of the people who work for the guy who the client who hired him in the first place. Uh, there's no there's no going back. There's, this is like this is almost like the prelogue, I think, of what the show is. And now it's him and Baby Yoda on the run. And I'm sure there's going to be I've seen pictures of like other characters standing with him. Even in the photo, the art for the show on Disney+. Plus, But it's like, we haven't seen these people yet, so what's going to happen? I don't know. Uh, what I do love is when the episode ends, we kind of get these... We kind of get these. We get these cool paintings. These classic-looking Star Wars paintings of um, scenes from that episode. They're not exact, but they're like almost like the, the, the paintings that were used kind of to storyboard and to, you know, art um, to get the, you know, the creative... Um, art design for the episode. Um, this episode was a little... It was longer than the second one, but shorter than the first one. What was it? 35 minutes or something like that. But um, I am thoroughly digging the show. It is It is not... Like, if you don't know a lot about Star Wars, if you know nothing about Star Wars, you can pretty much get away with watching it. Because you don't know... You don't have to know that this is a Yoda baby. Um, you don't have to know anything. You can kind of pick it up and just watch it as is. You would get, you would miss out on many references, and you might be a little lost in some of the terminology. But um, you know, and if you're kind of a Star Wars fan but not a super like knowledge super nut or something, I don't know what that term is. Uh, then you might be like, um, you know, you you really enjoy this. And of course, I can't imagine. I I haven't seen anyone negative about it yet. They better not be because it's it's so much fun, it's so good. You know, I I can see people. You know, I've seen many people complain about the prequels. I've seen people complain about the new movies. Um, I haven't seen anyone complain about the Mandalorian yet. And if they do, then it's just like they don't enjoy fun. They don't enjoy anything. It's tough to enjoy things. Um, so I think that's it. I think I'm done. Uh, you know, I, I really enjoy uh, doing this show and I really enjoy watching the Mandalorian and then talking about it because the more I, you know, some shows I watch and then I move on and watch the next one and I kind of forget, but the fact that I talk about it, uh, right after I watch it helps me kind of make sense of what's going on, think about it more and enjoy the show more really because I'm kind of more invested in it. Uh, so until next Friday. I just want to, and next Friday, we got the, oh my God, next Friday. That's a toughie. Hmm. It's going to be interesting because next Friday, I'm going to be at my in-laws up in Laconia, New Hampshire. And uh, for Thanksgiving, we're going up Thursday night. But I do like to hide from them from time to time. So I will still be expecting a, an episode uh, coming on Friday. Fear not. Uh, loyal listeners and you're out there I see you're out there I've seen uh, the numbers and they're not big yet and I don't think they're ever going to get big but I've seen you coming back from episode one to episode two so I really appreciate that 
So I just want to remind you, you can find me on Twitter at Geek Mentality. And the website where all my podcasts are at is fansnotexperts.com. Um, yeah, I think that's it. So um, until next Friday, I have spoken. Spoken. Fans not experts.